Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. Morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, my friends, good morning. Let the heavens declare the glory of God. 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 Good morning, my friends, good morning. I hope that you are ready and energized to dive into God's Word this morning. I got to tell you, the birds are chirping this morning loudly because they're also rejoicing and happy and glad and have a joy in themselves that the Lord has also given to them. So I'm hoping that you have awakened with a joy in your heart, ready to dive into God's Word. And today, my friends, we're going to be diving into Psalm 19. And as you get your, um, you know, your pens and your pads ready to take some notes, this is exactly what Psalm 19 says. You know, it is telling us that it's not just both God's creation and his word that reveal his greatness, but there's so much more to that. And this is what it says. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utter speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise that simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yeah, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not there have dominion over me, that I shall be blameless, and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Father, we thank you for the word in Psalm 19. We are very aware, Heavenly Father, that this message is reminding us about not just your creation, 
everything you've created on this earth, everything that you um, that we see with our eyes, but also the word, how the word in the Bible that you've given us reveals to us how great you are. And we thank you for that, Lord, because every day we can look around and see your greatness. So we thank you for your word, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. My friends, did you wake up this morning? I'm sure you woke up out of your bed. The first thing you did was you opened your eyes, you looked around, and you looked around your room. You looked around how you decorated your room, how it's lit, you know, laid out. You got up, you went about your apartment, your house, wherever it is that you're living, and you took a good look again at everything you have, everything you've situated, everything you've put together in your place. And that was your doing, right? But when you go outside and you start to walk the streets, I know every morning I go for a walk. I need to put in about a, an hour of exercise myself to get my body going, my mind, and I'm always listening to gospel music as I'm walking. And now as I'm walking and I'm looking, I'm seeing all of God's creation. You know, I'm seeing how he did the trees, the bushes, the beautiful flowers. And ever since I moved from the East Coast to the West Coast, you know, I really look at all the different types of plants and flowers that I never saw in the East Coast, but that exist here in the West Coast because of the climate. And I realized one day when I was walking that everything that I'm seeing, which is God's creation, and, you know, when I look up into the heavens, when I look up into the sky, uh, when we see the sun, when we see the moon, when we see the clouds, the blue skies, everything that God created, it amazes me how much he has created and how he created it and how it looks to me. And that I'm only seeing a glimpse of certain things that he's created from seeing how things are on the East Coast in nature and then seeing how some things are in nature in LA. I can only imagine in other states and in other countries the creations that God has set forth there as well that we maybe have never seen. So as I am reminded of the greatness of God and everything he created, which includes all the birds. Every morning I wake up now and I'm hearing so many birds chirping away, smiling. And, you know, you could just tell by their chirp that they're excited and they're having, uh, they're off to a good day. And um, then I think about us, he, that he created us, right? Um, God has created so many things in this lifetime, in this world. Um, and he's revealing to us all the time his goodness. He reveals it to us also through nature because we see the seasons that a tree goes through or a bush goes through or the green grass goes through. We see the different seasons they go through. Um, and regardless to the seasons that the trees go through when they're pruning and they're blossoming or they die and they wither away, they're still going through a process, but they're still surviving in the midst of it. And I think about God's greatness and I think about how we too survive every day on a daily basis. 
the way that we handle ourselves, the seasons we are going through, the situations we're in, uh, enduring, the process of elimination that might be happening in our lives, you know, with everything we've been dealing with lately and how we're still getting through it, how we're still pressing through, how God is still allowing us um, to prosper and be successful regardless. Um, and success, you know, can be viewed in many different ways. For a lot of people, it could be that they feel they're successful in money. A lot of people might feel they're successful in having a big family. Others feel they're successful in having, you know, the position in their job that they always wanted. Success could be identified so differently to whoever it is that the success is applied to, right? And when I think about success in the Lord, I think about his greatness and his goodness, that he wakes us up every day, he gives us breath, he gives us an opportunity to have another day of purpose. And that in itself, my friends, waking up in the morning, opening your eyes is already success. And if you're fortunate enough health-wise to walk, be able to talk, be able to go about your day and, and just allow God to use you in a way that can impact not just your own life, but other people's lives, right? And I think about these things and I say to myself, you know, Lord, everything that I see that you've created is great. And the same way you created all these things to look great as I walk in the morning and I see these beautiful flowers that have blossomed now for the spring and the summer and how pretty they look and how, you know, and, and the landscapers come and, and they manicure them and they make them look a certain way. So it looks so uniform and pretty. I see all the roses. I see all the different types of flowers. God wants us to be like that, my friends. God wants us to blossom like that. He wants us to be beautiful when we are beautiful. And when we are even struggling in areas in our lives when we don't feel beautiful and we feel withered away, when we like seeing the fall seasons, right? When everything starts to die down uh, with the trees and stuff, God still wants us to be upright and healthy and pressing through and trusting him and knowing that he's great, that there's a greatness in our heavenly father. And this scripture primarily is letting us know that the heavens declare the glory of God because God gives us glory every day, my friends. And there's something really key about this scripture that really caught my attention. And that is when it starts to talk about the law of the Lord, how it's perfect and converting the soul. Do you know that when God has set forth laws, that he shows us in his Bible, in the Bible, the different laws that we have, that we should be applying every day to our lives. And he also has given man on this earth an opportunity to implement laws as well. There is a reason why those laws are put into place. And many times we want to go against what we think is the law or why we don't think there should be laws in place. But my friends, when it says it specifically here, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. 
The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. What does that mean for us? That means that when certain laws are in place, God wants us to be reminded that these laws that are in place are actually to help us. You know, sometimes we think that the law stops us from having fun or restricts us from doing things because that's our mindset. That's how we think in the flesh automatically. That's the first thing we think. Nobody wants me to do what I, uh, you know, what I want to do. No one wants to allow me to do that, but that's not the truth. That's your mindset, but the reality is that some of the laws that are in place is to actually help us. The Lord can actually revive us. The Lord can the Lord can actually make us wise. It can actually give joy to the heart. It can give light to the eyes and it also warns us and rewards us. So what does that mean? That means that we don't have to feel like the Lord places us in a bondage. We don't have to feel like the Lord has chains on our hands and our feet or you know uh, that they um, are not for us my friends the law that is in place the law for what we know that God has given us in his commandments especially in the Bible and the law that we live with every day in life those laws are in place to make sure that we are protected and to make sure that those laws can let us know that they can point us at a specific situation of danger and warn us. And then also it can point us to success and guide us. My friends, the laws that have recently been placed which we look at it as laws because all these restrictions that we're living through right now, we look at it as, oh my God, it's the law now. You got to wear a mask. You can't go anywhere without a mask, right? Listen, that is not to harm you. That is not to hurt you. And that's not to stop you from living your life. That is to protect you and keep you healthy. And it's also to discipline you about doing the right thing that would help not just yourself but others so when there's laws in place my friends it's nothing bad about it there's still a greatness in that the law of the ten commandments that our heavenly father gives us in the bible is a beautiful law these are laws that we must follow for the betterment of ourselves and others and the laws in the natural that we're given because we're still given these laws, right? We still have to wear a mask. We still cannot go into a place of um, business. If we want to go food shopping or if we want to go to the bank or we want to go somewhere, we have to wear a mask. It's like the law now. You got to wear a mask, right? Well, my friends, next time you think about the law that is applied to anything, whether it's wearing the mask, whether it's, you know, the social distancing that we still have to do, and anything else that might be in place that has been put there to help us, don't go against it. Going against it defeats the purpose of why the law was put in place in the first place. 
Be mindful and understanding to know that that law is in place for a reason. So this was something key that caught my eye in this scripture. Because we do see God's creation all the time. And his word reveals to us his greatness. And everyday life puts us in situations that we might be uncomfortable with. But we have to know that God's greatness still stands in our lives. You know, a lot of times um, when we think about, you know, what's happening, because it speaks here clearly about, you know, who can understand his errors, cleanse me from secret faults, keep track your servant also for presumptuous sins, let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Let me tell you something. There are a lot of Christians that are plagued by guilt. And um, here's the bottom line. If you are right now in a situation where you are feeling guilt of some sort, it's because maybe you know that you may have done something unknowingly or knowingly. That maybe goes against God's word, definitely goes against God's word, or will eventually go against God's word. And you find yourself with a guilt in your heart, in your mind. You can't sleep. You know, it's worrying some in your brain. You, you keep thinking about it over and over again. I'm going to tell you something. You have to understand that that guilt should not be placing you in bondage. That guilt is supposed to be kind of giving you a trigger situation in your mind about, hey, you're feeling guilty about this because you did this specifically, or you didn't do this specifically. And if you're aware of it, it's bringing like an awareness to you, then go ahead and give that over to your heavenly father to help you with that situation. So then that way your heavenly father can forgive you of whatever's eating you up as a guilt inside of you. And he can work with you in that area. So then now you no longer have guilt in your mind, in your heart, penetrating in your spirit and your soul, in your physical state, mental state, emotional state. And you can move forward. You know, sometimes um, there might be things that we do that we don't realize. You know, there could be things of neglect. There could be things in our heart that we were feeling. And it's not because God wants us to be away from him. It's because God wants us to even go closer to him. God wants us to keep going towards him. So then that way we can behave correctly in doing the right things that we're supposed to be doing and we no longer have to live with a guilt and we no longer have to feel like we're crippled or that it makes us fearful in any way. My friends, I'm here to tell you that God forgives you completely as long as you go to Him, as long as you surrender to Him that situation. Now, a lot of times, you know, Recently of what's just happened, you know, with the laws that have been in place, the restrictions that have been put in place, a lot of people are going against it, man. A lot of people are, you know, doing the wrong thing. You know, when we talk about, you know, like 
so much uh, uh, um, so much destruction that has taken place within the last couple of weeks of you know monumental items or you know uh, pl just places being destroyed. And I think about all the different you know laws, meaning law enforcement that are there to protect it. Or to make sure it's it doesn't get ruined, or to get make sure it's not you know destroyed, and then people go against you know those law enforcers in a way that it's really not good. It's really bad. Those individuals have to realize that the law is there for a reason, you know. And I'm thinking about clearly about you know. How everyone wants to, you know, do this defunding. I'm not here to pick sides. I'm just here to discuss it. But, you know, they want to do defunding of, of law enforcement. And you have to ask yourself, are those really the right things to do? I always tell people, you know, make the list. What are the pros? What are the cons? Right? I've always spoken about this. You know, of the situation that you're going through. Um, what do we gain from it? What do we lose from it? And you start to compare. And I've always said that the pros will always outweigh the cons of the situation. So as, as much as we feel that, you know, there's some laws that we should not be following. There's some laws that we should be breaking. There's some laws that we should be dismantling. There's some laws that we should be totally ignoring. The reality is that laws are put in place for a reason. And when they're put into place, my friends, is to really help us and guide us and keep us on the straight and narrow road. That's why Jesus talks about the Ten Commandments, right? If you can stay on the straight and narrow road with those commandments, man, you're on a good track. You're on a good trail. You're on the good road. And regardless to all that, my friends, His creation and His greatness especially his word, is what will always stand. Everything else could die away. Everything else could become, you know, obsolete. But Christ and his word and his ultimate sacrifice on the cross to help us for everyday life and purpose, that never fades away and will never fade away, my friends. So I wanted to just share this word with you about God's creation and his word and how his word reveals the greatness his greatness and his greatness also has laws the same way in the natural has laws just follow them the greatness will never go away i hope that you would understand today that this message is to share with you that it is important for us to continue to, con to share the good news and spread the gospel of the greatness of God and Jesus Christ, his son, who died on the cross for us. It is our responsibility to make sure that we point out to people the greatness of God. Not only do we see it, like I said earlier, in how he created everything, you know, in nature, how he created us. The beauty that it has, the beauty that we have in us. But it's also to let us know that we have to continue to also spread the good news of his greatness. We cannot stop doing that. 
And sometimes, even in speaking to others about God's greatness, we also have to speak to them in how the law of the word in the Bible applies to it as well. And how he gave us this law. Now Jesus came to fulfill the law. But he made it very clear to us that we were to, supposed to love our neighbor, right? Um, he just would quote on occasion the different commandments to his disciples and to the other people that were around him. Why? Because he, even though he came to fulfill the law, he didn't forget about the law. And that's something that we have to remember, my friends. The law exists for a reason. We have to abide by the law. We have to um, respect the law. And we have to know that the law, so, the law serves a purpose to not just help us, but to help others as well. So hopefully, my friends, you walk away today with this message knowing that God is good. His greatness is magnificent. The law that applies that he's given us in his word, as well as the law that applies in nature, unnecessary laws. And we have to respect them. We have to be mindful how we speak, what comes out of our mouths about laws, how we think about laws, and how we feel in our hearts about laws. Laws are not always in an area of wanting to restrict us, but laws can and will protect us. So my friends, I hope you have a fantastic day today. May you continue to press forward knowing that God loves you, that you are not alone in this situation, that whatever you're still pressing through right now, we are three quarters over the bridge. Remember last time I spoke about the bridge? We are three quarters over the bridge at this point. Before we were midway, now we're three quarters into the bridge. We're almost at our final destination of seeing light at the end of the tunnel. So continue to stay encouraged, my, my friends. Continue to know that God loves you, that you are special, that when he created you, he created you with his greatness. You have a greatness inside of you, my friends. Continue to stay diligent in his word. Continue to pray. Continue to know that God loves you. And every day, continue to remind yourself that you have a purpose to serve on this earth. Serve it according to how your heavenly father wants you to do it. God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you next week where we will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the word of God. The word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.